morning. I'm here with Chris Abbott from King Henry VIII School. And Chris, we're here today to talk about how you develop numeracy in form time. So my first question is, what do you do at your school to develop numeracy during form time? Hi, Dave. Uh, we do a thing called Numeracy Ninja. It's a free website. All the resources are there, ready to go. Gives you an explanation of what it's about. Uh, we chose this because about five years ago, um, Neil and I were you know, the numeracy coordinator were discussing what would we do with um, pupils in form time. We had a weekly slot and we still have a weekly slot of 20 minutes. So we're looking for pupil engagement. We were thinking something obviously beneficial for pupils that engages them, gets them interested. It's for key stage three, by the way, but also something that was easy for teachers, non-specialist maths teachers. We were concerned that I had experienced previously where I've seen some fantastic resources out there in form rooms and they just sat, they've done it for a week or two and for whatever reason, it's been left behind. So it was about making it easy for non-specialists to use in 20 minutes, which is quite a difficult thing. And also with a facility for feedback so we could celebrate success, identify areas we needed to work on a little bit more. That was that was our sort of specification, really. So, yeah, that's what we do. And um, it's been, like I say, five years. I won't go into details about ninjas. You can find all that out yourselves via the website. It is absolutely fantastic. Now, the one thing we do differently, possibly, or or developed from ninjas is we have a tracker sheet that's attached to the booklets that pupils fill in. Now, each week, the idea is that they fill in their score, the first question they got incorrect or didn't do, and the belt they're on. Now, the middle section is the one that we're, we're interested in, the pupils identifying for themselves areas of improvement, areas for them to improve on, really. And we'll use that as we go through. So that's basically what we use. So that's brilliant. It's really interesting what you said about making non-specialists feel comfortable and confident with what they're doing from, from doing a, a role where um, I supported or tried to support doing something in, in form times. I can remember coming up against a bit of a brick wall when I expect people to be doing a little bit of maths in form time, they didn't really want to be involved in doing that. So this is something you find that the non-specialists are quite happy to do. They, there's no issues with, with them sort of engaging with that. That's right, yeah. Now, we had a lot of support from um, the, the SLT team when we first developed it, and still do. And Mrs Lewis especially has always has prompted it. But at the end of the day, it's about the teachers themselves feeling confident, like you're saying. Obviously, some teachers, you know, we get a different range of you know if somebody's new we try and support them a little bit more because it is quite a tall order in 20 minutes because they have to provide the booklets get the children or pupils to do five minutes of solid maths mark it and then get the pupils to record it it is possible in 20 minutes in fact i do a little bit more i actually I, I have a small group in year seven and we actually put it on a board about what belt they got and all the rest of it so i you know i know it's possible but Obviously, I've got a little bit more, you know, experience of using it, but anybody could use it, anybody could apply it, sorry. And becomes a bit easier with practice by the sounds of it as well. Once you yeah. do a few of them, after two weeks, you're not getting to that place where it just sits on a shelf and isn't getting used. It's actually something that people continue to use. They found it easier. Now they've got to grips with doing it in that session. Exactly, yeah. And it is about, you know, some people, some teachers rather, do need some guidance in terms of just get on with it 
no no you know ninja is about speed and accuracy and also about when we're giving the answers you know we really encourage teachers not to um go into questions and you know it could you know a maths teacher would struggle with it for non-specialists especially would would find that very challenging but we specifically say ask the maths teacher ask your maths teacher if you've got a problem ask your maths teacher that's really interesting yeah so you're, they're not expected to then help out and support if they can't do a question it's like okay yeah. well you now know what you can't do when you go to maths lessons there's something for you to ask your teacher exactly yeah exactly that's how we set it up yeah yeah you started to answer quite a lot of my next question which was what happens after these sessions you've talked about tracking you've talked about form teachers aren't expected to support them with with the actual nuts and bolts of what they can't do in the questions um but is there anything else that happens after these sessions in form time yeah right once the session's finished once the booklet's finished rather it's a 10-week booklet we do to start with i collect them in we put them on this spreadsheet and we identify the best performers. Now, this is within the Ninja, you know, the, if you go to spread, uh, the, uh, the website, it'll, it'll just describe what you do. And we'll have best performers in terms of top scorers, but also most improved, because there's another thing we're very conscious of. It'd be great, you know, it's always great to, um, you know, recognise success and 100% and all this sort of stuff. But there's also kids who are progressing, who are making progress. And we pitched it in a way that it's based on, say, the last booklet or a procedural score that we've done at the start of the year. And we use that as our baseline and then see see those kids who are putting that little bit of effort in every week in Ninja. Another thing we, we work on, it, that will be a certificate presented in uh, assembly. Uh, Elsbeth's done it, Nia's had a go, head of years have a go. It's it's a great opportunity for for kids to be recognised of, of all levels, you know, not just the um the the, the bright ones, the the ones we always think of in in great, you know, they've done fantastic. It's easy to see them, but it's the ones underneath who are doing that little bit extra. Uh, the motivation, just in terms of recognising both the high performers and the the best progressors. That's that's a great way of of, of making sure that most people have got a chance of doing something there. Because even if you've done um, what you perceive to be really badly, you could still get rewarded for making progress. So I think that's a lovely idea. Yeah, that's right. And that's been one of the really successful bits. That's something that we've we've made up ourselves a little bit. Now the other thing we do is then we give the booklets back to the the maths teachers. Now in in form class they're all mixed. You know, there's all different abilities, obviously, and then they go to the form classes which are set in normal times so the math teachers then can look at the type of questions that the pupils had problems with now we have also in the past we haven't obviously done it this year because whatever we have set up a, a series of starters identifying those key skills that a certain set of pupils have had problems with now for instance i think we had the year nine the lower sets we're working on times 10 dividing by 10 so all the those that group you know those group of pupils were working on that in maths class in as a starter and that was that was a really successful activity we also use it going on a little bit more because we've got a database of engagement as well because it's not just that they scored this it's when they've they've been in registration so um again mrs lewis was very keen on um the fact that I could look at engagement and say, oh yeah, this you know percentage of children are engaging with with ninja numeracy as in an activity 
on numeracy within registration time, not in maths class. So that's again, that was a really positive thing that came out quite re relatively recently, a couple of years that took us to get around to, but it's something that struck us. Um, I think that's really the main part of that answer. And to follow up on, you said about the first booklet would take 10 weeks. Do they do several booklets throughout the year then? We'll probably get the first booklet I try and get in before Christmas. So that means then, especially with the year sevens, who, who, who you know, it's obvious really, they're, they're the most keen. So we can get in a presentation bef just after Christmas and then we get onto the second booklet. And then I usually have a booklet then that's available for most of the rest of the year, really, about 15, 20 weeks or something like that. So I think two booklets, so a nice short one to get you, get the idea and get, get, get people thinking about it, get the results in so we can... Um, you know, look at the feedback and all the rest of it, and then another booklet to, to finish up. That's a reality because obviously, as you know, in registration time, they don't always have time to do Ninja. It's, it's bad for, for us to recognise that rather than pushing, you know, you should have done this and should have done that and whatever. My final question, Chris, is how do you measure the impact of these form sessions? Well, if you look at the Ninja resources, and there's a there's a you know it's a fantastic resource and it is based on ultimately the gaps in key stage four the gaps that have been identified at GCSE level for key stage three pupils so really I say fundamentally that, that, that that's where we would see the improvement in in performance at GCSE now we can also talk about another aspect I haven't really mentioned but it is important is how the non-specialist teachers are teaching other subjects that have undoubtedly got some numeracy in. They see their pupils doing numeracy in class and, and for themselves to see what they can, what their pupils are, are capable of, which again is a useful thing for a, for a teacher to see in action. Now, as I said, we don't ask the teachers to to go through maths, but they will be be aware that this is what we do. Uh, mental strategies, times tables, and the key skills, which are like everything else. So it's like times tables, mental strategies that um, would help non-specialist teachers. So those are the two things, really. Okay. Thank you very much for your time today, Chris. I really appreciate it. And yeah. thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, thank you. Bye.